Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. I call their gathering today, avoid anger. Mm, come on, somebody. Here we go. Avoid anger. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you for your word. Let it change our minds, our hearts, and our lives this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Look what James chapter 1, verses 19 and 20 have to say about this topic. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. Anger doesn't solve anything. It builds nothing, but it can destroy everything. Mm. Anger can destroy everything. See, anger is such a destructive emotion. Exerting self-control requires the Holy Spirit to empower us to restrain ourselves. Hey, listen, I get it. At times, things happen around us. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. Uh, Somebody does something that you didn't expect and it it turned out to be irritating and annoying. I get it. It can be very easy to become angry. But when we feel those emotions starting to rise up, that's when the Holy Spirit uh, will come in and remind us, wait a minute, don't go there. (laughs) That little alarm goes off. And we need to ask the Spirit of God to help us if that's an area that we really have an issue in. There's always going to be a root to the anger. I'm not going to get into that today. But at the same time, uh, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. That's right, self-control. So it's about being able to harness our anger. As a matter of fact, anger can actually turn into some positive if you direct your anger towards a worthy cause. Absolutely. You know, my brother... uh, Unfortunately, my brother Angel, who I loved so much, and he actually uh, passed away several years back. Uh, he had a really hard time with the addiction. So I was, I've already been involved in New Life for Youth for so many years, but that really just hit me so hard and I realized how horrible it is. And it really has increased my vision because I was so angry that that happened to him. But then I realized, you know, devil, you are the root of all this. You are the one. And I'm going to dedicate myself even more to rescue young men and women who are having issues with addiction. So you can take the anger that you have and direct it towards a worthy cause. And listen, God has given us two ears, so we should listen twice as much as we speak. You know, it says slow to speak. It means, you know what, before you open your mouth and insert your foot, come on somebody, before you do that, think about the words that are going to come out. Sometimes it's okay to just stop for a second, review those thoughts and say, you know what, that may not be a good idea. It may be how I feel, and I'd love to be able to say this, But if it hurts people that are listening, if it can turn into something conflicting, right, and cause anger in another person or yourself, then you probably want to measure that and kind of reel that thing back in. Don't just listen to what is being said. Listen to your thoughts before you respond, right? Listen to those thoughts before those thoughts become words. Because once they become words, man, they're hard to take back. 
right? They're really, really hard to take back. So we gotta make sure we're very uh, intentional. If you speak when you're angry, you'll make the best speech that you will ever regret. Mm, come on, somebody. It's good to apologize if we say something dumb, but sometimes it just can create scars as well. So we have to be so careful to make sure we measure our words and make sure that anger does not unleash itself because it's very destructive. And you know, a lot about what we're talking about is about, you know, things that can become very uncomfortable, right? When something becomes uncomfortable and unknown, it's very easy for our emotions to get connected. But I believe God does something when we're uncomfortable. I believe it's when we're uncomfortable that we can do things that are amazing. You know, I, I think the uncomfortable causes the uncommon. And I believe what God wants us to do in many cases when he makes us uncomfortable, he wants us to leave our comfort zone. Here we go. James 1, verse 1 says this, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. If you read the book of James, you'll realize that his audience, his target audience that he's writing to, uh, is actually the Israel, right? The 12 tribes that have been scattered because of persecution. They've had to have been scattered all over that part of the world. Nothing grows in a comfort zone. See, as, as they all fled Jerusalem and they were scattered through the different areas. So he was trying to comfort them. So when he starts talking about trials and tribulations, understand this is a people that have been scattered. They've had to leave their homes. I mean, it's very, very challenging. See, they have to leave their comfortable homes because they refuse to confess Caesar as Lord. See, the, the Roman emperor wanted to be the one that people bow down to, and they refused to bow down to Caesar. And many of them were killed because, and of course persecuted because of their faith, because they wouldn't bow down to Caesar. And because they, they were scattered like seeds, see what, what they didn't realize when they were scattered, it was like taking seed and throwing it in the air and then the seeds scattered because of the wind, but wherever they landed, within one generation of the gospel, right? Uh, they permeated the whole Roman Empire. That's right. And one, because they were scattered, basically it was a seed of God's word, the gospel of Jesus Christ spread out the whole, throughout the whole Roman Empire and just began to, uh, people began to come to Christ and began to, to give their lives to Jesus and accept the gospel. See, what the devil meant for evil, God turned it to good. And I want you to know right now, if you're going through a difficult situation and you feel, man, this is really hard. The enemy is coming against me. Listen, just know that God is the God of the turnaround. So you may be in the middle of, of an issue right now. You may feel like your whole brain is scattered. I want you to know that God's going to pull it together. Hang in there. God will turn it around. Something good always comes from the things that the enemy does because God takes those negative, terrible situations and he strengthens you and something good always comes out of it at the end. When you let go of the familiar, you obtain the phenomenal. <laughs> when you let go of the familiar, you obtain the 
phenomenal. Mm, that's God's word. He is so encouraging. And you know, I believe that part of that journey, as we continue to leave our comfort zone, we begin to acquire wisdom. Do we acquire the wisdom that God has for us as we're learning, going through the learning process, through the challenges and the trials, then God begins to download wisdom. Look what James chapter one, verse five has to say about that. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Wow, what a, listen, this is a promise of God. If you ask for wisdom, he will give it to you liberally. What does that mean? He'll give it to you generously. He'll give you wisdom in abundance. You'll get so much wisdom downloaded into your life. And you know, I always say, if you walk in wisdom, you'll need a lot less miracles. Come on, somebody, because so many times we make a bad choice and then we need a miracle to get us out. At the end of the day, listen, you buy an education, you buy an education, but wisdom is a gift from God. Wisdom is a gift from God. You just have to ask for it. It's just like salvation. We just asked for salvation. God gave it to us. It's just like the Holy Spirit. We ask for the Holy Spirit. We receive him. And wisdom is the exact same way. It's a gift. You don't have to earn it. Just ask for the, ask the Lord for wisdom and begin to walk in the principles that God has laid out for us. See, <clears throat> many mistakes that we make do not come from a lack of information. But I mean, we have the information to make the right choice, but they come from not processing that information wisely. So we allow our emotions to get in the way. We get distracted by circumstances and we're influenced by the wrong people. So we need to understand that God uh, gives us wisdom. And most of the time we have the info to make the decision. We just don't have the wisdom to process it correctly. See, the Lord is so generous that he never disapproves of us asking for wisdom. Even if we inquire after we mess things up. I love that. He gives it to us without reproach. See, that's what I love about the Lord. He never condemns us. Listen, you might've made a mistake and now you're going, Lord, I need wisdom to get myself out of it. He doesn't say, man, you big dummy. <laughs> Why did you do that? No, 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 no. He doesn't come against you. He doesn't talk down to you. He's never condescending. God always is on our side. God is for you. He's not against you. That's right. He is completely for you. He is in your corner. He's all about opening doors, blessing you, having his, his favor upon you. So just realize that's the God that you and I serve. Don't allow the enemy to lie or say anything less about God. God is all about you and he's all about me. A smart person knows what to say. A wise person knows whether or not to say it. See, it's very important because it's not always about the words. Sometimes you have to be careful your emotions uh, are not at a place where those words get diluted by your emotions. And for sure, a wise person always knows the right timing. Timing is so crucial when we have conversations. If you're gonna have a conversation, it could be challenging. Before you just go have that conversation, pray for that person that God will prepare their heart, right? Be wise about what you say and then give that right, create the right atmosphere, you know? Create, I know, listen, I know when my wife wants to talk about something and wants uh, something in approval or just want to converse on maybe a tough subject, 
Because when I get home, I'll just know she's setting a, a good atmosphere. And it's okay. I mean, I, I appreciate that. That gives me a chance to unwind. And then we're able to engage the way we need to. So I'm going to take this to the Lord. God has something to say to every one of us. I pray that we can just seal this word in prayer right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. You are a good God. We thank you this morning for your goodness, for all that you've done for us. We just praise you. And Lord, I thank you, Lord God, and I surrender my will to you. We surrender our will to you right now and pray you would just have your way, that you will be number one in our lives in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you that you're going to provide for every need. Everything that we need today is already on its way. When we need it later on, it's going to show up. We thank you, Lord God, that we need wisdom, that we need divine insight, divine understanding, and you'll provide all those things in their time. You said that if we just open our mouths, you'll put the words in it, Lord God. So thank you for that promise in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you for your forgiveness. Lord, forgive us of our sins. Forgive me of my sins this morning. Because we know that we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. So, Lord, forgive us and help us, O oh God, to forgive others as well. To forgive others that might have hurt us, that might have said words that could have been uh, difficult for us to hear. And maybe opposing and contradicting us or conflicting. Lord, we forgive them right now. We release them into your hands. We pray your blessing upon them, Lord God. In Jesus' name, and Lord, I thank you right now for your divine protection. Encamp your angels all around us, oh God, all day long around us, around our families, around our children, Lord God, and co-workers, Lord, just surround us and protect us because you are the God of protection. And we thank you, Lord God, that even now, Lord God, we can praise you and thank you for the victory in advance. So Father, we pray for those on our list right now, those that need salvation. Today is their day. Let your Holy Spirit move upon their lives, oh God, and draw them to the cross right now. In the name of Jesus, we receive them healed and whole and spiritually connected to you, my God, in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for divine healing right now. God, thank you for your healing touch. Thank you, Father God, that sickness and disease has been nailed to the cross at Calvary. We thank you for your promise that you sent your word and it healed every disease, every sickness, every single ailment, Lord God, was healed in Jesus' name. Let it be healed right now. We pray for change to be broken right now over those that are bound up, depression and, and gossip and destruction and division. Oh God, break those chains right now in the name of Jesus. Break every stronghold of negative thinking, Lord God. Tear down those strongholds, Lord God, of pessimism, Lord God. Pray that give us a spirit of optimism and, and positivity, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God, that those chains are broken and we are free in Jesus' name. And Father, I just thank you right now, my God, for restoring families, uh, restoring marriages right now. Oh God, Lord, I pray you will just heal husbands and wives and their marriages right now. Draw them closer to one another, oh God, and just heal relationships in general, Lord God. If we have a relationship that is broken, Father God, you build 
you build a bridge, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that we cross back over, that we can forgive, be humble towards each other, and lower our guard, and just embrace one another in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you right now, my God, for miracles. You are a God of miracles, my God. And in Jesus' name, we declare those miracles done. Listen, if you need a miracle today, begin to declare it. Let God know what the miracle is and then begin to thank him for it this morning. Oh, we don't have to beg him. He's already given us the promise. If you have the promise, then just receive it right now. If you have the promise, just receive what God has for you right now. Thank you, my God, for the miracles that are being loose right now. We receive them by faith. We trust your word and we receive them right now in Jesus' name. We can see it in the spirit realm happening right now in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I pray for divine opportunities. I pray for doors to open. I, I pray for wealth transfer. I pray, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you begin to move in such a great and mighty way. I thank you, my Father, for all that you're doing. I thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy this day. And Father, thank you, Lord praise you for all that you've done and all that you continue to do right now in the name of Jesus. Divine doors that are opening that no man can close, oh God. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for prosperity. I pray for prosperity and blessings upon your people. Financial breakthroughs, Father God, that we can become kingdom builders and give, Lord God, and invest even more into your kingdom. And Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for supernatural favor that wherever we go, Lord God, people will just line up and want to help us, that your favor, Lord God, would give us positive attention with everyone around us, wherever we go, that we'll have your favor and your blessing surrounding us, that your goodness and mercy will follow us wherever we go, in Jesus' holy name. And Father, I thank you, Lord God, for the manifestation of the dreams that we've been asking for, those those miracles, not just miracles, Father God, but things that we need to do and places that we need to be. Let those dreams be manifested right now. We don't always know how it's going to happen, but we know who's going to do it. Oh God, we trust in you. Help us fulfilling our goals that we made at the beginning of this year, step by step, and we'll stay focused, oh God, and be able to accomplish everything that you have for us. And Father, I thank you for the victory for all these things that we ask for. I thank you, Father God, that you are faithful and true to your word. And I thank you, and I'm always, and we're always going to make sure, my God, that you get all the glory, all the honor, and praise for everything that happens in our lives. In Jesus' holy name we pray. And listen, always remember, always know this, that when you're walking in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Amen. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.